0: And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Mary's troubled twin sister, Julia, sent away to address her many difficulties, has violently escaped from the Warrendale treatment facility four hours away, and is now on the loose. But why has Julia suddenly grown so violent? And why did Julia say she was coming home to take care of mysterious, unfinished business? In an effort to uncover the truth, Mary conceives a plan to visit Warrendale in person. But before she can put this plan into motion, she receives a call from Arthur Mendez, head of preservation at the Chicago Museum of Art, where Mary has been offered a job. When Arthur Mendez asks Mary for an unexpected favor, Mary suspects something strange is afoot. Seeking advice, Mary calls her trusted mentor, art history professor Isabella Banks. Now on the phone with Professor Banks, we hear Mary say...
1: Oh, Professor Banks, thank you for talking with me. I I just don't know what to think. What's the trouble, Mary? Well, I just got off the phone with Arthur Mendez in Chicago. He says that Hubert Barker at the Detroit Art Museum has acquired a tapestry. A medieval tapestry, apparently from around the year 1240. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, yes, Only Arthur Mendez says Mr. Barker's mistaken, that his tapestry isn't from 1240, that it's actually a forgery, and that Mr. Barker's asking Arthur Mendez to buy it for the museum in Chicago. Mary,
2: are you sure that's what Arthur said? Because that doesn't sound like Hubert Barker to me. Well, that's what I thought. But yes, I'm
1: sure. Arthur Mendez says that Mr. Barker is trying to sell him a forgery. How strange. I know. And then Arthur Mendez asked me to take a picture of the tapestry in secret and then to send the pictures to him without telling Mr. Barker. Really? Oh, but Professor Banks, tell me if you think I'm crazy, but I I think I'm going to do
2: it. Well, in fact, that would be my advice, actually. Such a strange situation, but if you go ahead and do what Arthur asks you'll have a chance to figure out what's going on with him and this medieval tapestry. I, for one, would very much like to find out what Arthur's got up his sleeve, wouldn't you? I would. Well, Mary, I knew you were wonderfully smart and resourceful. I guess I shouldn't be surprised you're cunning, too. Although you don't look
1: it. Well, I just hate to think that poor Mr. Barker might be taken advantage of. He was so nice to me when I interned with him working on those beautiful quilts.
2: Yes, yes. Hubert is a wonderful man. I thought I could say the same thing about Arthur Mendez, too, but now I'm not so sure. What he's asking is very unethical. He must have some very compelling reason to ask you to do it. What could it be? I don't know, Mary. But one piece of advice. If you do what Arthur asks, you shouldn't do it alone. (laughs)
1: Oh, Scott, this is amazing. Still
3: got the first aid jitters, but yeah, pretty much what I pictured (laughs) it when I first imagined launching this thing. And now, here it is. Mandrake is officially open for business. It's
1: so big. Are you really going to have enough people to, to fill all this space? Eventually, I hope. It is so beautiful. These floors all oh, the brick walls, the huge windows, oh, it is just so perfect. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I'm really happy with how it's all coming together. And it's sort of cool because right now we have way more requests for used building materials than we have a supply of. So prices are great, which is obviously good for us because that means we can hire really experienced crews and pay good money. and. Also, I think it's just a good sign that people want to use materials in the first place. It means we hit a sweet spot. That's great. It, does, it doesn't hurt that we're in Detroit, honestly. Uh, people think we're sort of cool now. Isn't that funny? I mean, I always knew we were cool, and now people just want a piece of it. Well, literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, which is sort of... I guess it's complicated, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it is, actually. I mean... Part of the service is uh, we organize the shipping of these materials from Detroit to to wherever. So, yeah, we'll ship things all over the country from here. Uh, the raw materials that make up what Detroit is, or, or was, headed out of town. So, yeah, there's been some criticism. I'm sure, but... No, no, I mean, I can see their point. Selling old Detroit building materials salvaged from the quote-unquote ruins, scavenged, Uh, There's a kind of predatory aspect to what we're doing.
1: Maybe. But also, you're making use of things that are wonderful and real and old and valuable. Things that otherwise wouldn't find a use. And by finding a place for them elsewhere, you are providing a new... Well, you are providing an opportunity for new things to grow here.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I, I guess that's the positive way to look at it anyway.
1: But it's true.
3: Well... You can write our press releases, then. How's that sound?
1: I wouldn't mind, I guess.
3: (laughs) Hello,
4: hello? John! Hello, beautiful. (laughs) Hey, Scotty, big fella. Look at him, Mary. He's so perfect. Oh, please. What about this place?
1: It's amazing.
4: Well, thank you, because I picked it out. You did more than that. Yeah, I found it. (laughs) Actually, it belongs to this crazy cousin of mine from Lansing who was, like, buying up Detroit warehouses when nobody else would touch them. Everybody thought he was insane, but now he's obviously sort of a genius. He must be doing all right. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I tried to convince him to let Scott buy this place, but he was like, uh, no, we are still literally at the bottom of the market. This is just the start. (laughs) But at least we got a good deal on the lease. Funny what stock options can do for (laughs) you when you need something, but you don't have a lot of money to hand out. (laughs) So, first day. People look busy. Oh, look at Angela staring at her computer, she's just locked in. Angela! Hey, John! Angela, you're so intense. Ah, take a break! Uh, never! (laughs) Mary, you should come work here. You're
1: sweet, John, but I already have a job offer, remember? In Chicago, at the Chicago Museum of Art.
4: Ugh, but that's so far away. You should work here. (gasps) You should stay with
1: us. Okay. Actually, you know who called me today? Arthur Mendez, from the museum in Chicago.
4: Ugh, I hope you told him to go stuff it.
1: Uh, well, you know, he asked me for a strange favor.
4: Don't tell me this guy's a pervert like the guy on the train.
1: No, okay, but Scott, John, you can't tell anyone, all right? I mean it.
3: Who would we tell? The only person I know is John,
4: and he doesn't know anybody. Uh, Well, I know Mary, but she already knows his secret, whatever it is. Wait, what? You know Mary? Like Mary Marshall? Uh-huh. I do. You would love her. She is the best. Also, she's very, very beautiful, especially today with these curls, which are just sort of like accidental, but mm. obviously not accidental, because usually they don't curl like that. And this lovely, perfect little t-shirt with the pretty little scallop neckline with just, okay, honestly, there is some cleavage <sighs> happening, <laughs> which I think is pretty clearly on purpose. John, seriously? This, this Mary Marshall person?
3: Oh, she just sounds great. Like
4: I say, Scotty, you'd love her. I bet. You guys would just be like best friends forever. Okay, yeah.
1: guys, <laughs> I am not kidding. You can't tell anyone, you can't.
4: Okay, we won't, Mary. Of course not, we promise. I am
1: really not kidding, John.
4: Okay. I'm sorry, you look kind of upset. No,
1: I'm I'm not, but oh, it's just really weird, you guys. So you remember when I did that internship at the Detroit Museum of Art with Hubert Barker in Textiles? yeah. Well, apparently, okay, at least according to Arthur Mendez in Chicago, Mr. Barker's acquired some sort of medieval tapestry from somewhere, and he's offering it for sale to Chicago to Arthur Mendez.
3: Okay. But
1: Arthur Mendez says he thinks it's a forgery or a a reproduction or whatever.
3: Huh. Okay.
1: I know. And now Arthur Mendez asked me to take pictures of this tapestry, but without Mr. Barker finding out.
3: Hmm. Huh. That is a weird thing to ask. I know. I know. Well, are you going to do it?
1: Well, I talked to Professor Banks, and she said I should. Because she thinks what I think. That Arthur Mendez probably has some sort of scheme going on. Something that none of us knows about. Something that might end up hurting Mr. Barker, who I just love. And that if I do this thing Arthur Mendez wants me to do, well, then maybe we can find out what Arthur's up to, and save Hubert Barker from, from whatever Arthur's planning.
4: Mary, you have to do it. Scotty and I will come with you and create a distraction. John, you are basically a walking distraction. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs)
1: Okay, but that's why I came here today, actually. I mean, of course, to see you on your first day, Scott, but to ask you about this, too. Because if I do decide to try to do this, well, I don't want to do it myself.
3: You know, the museum's only about 10 minutes away, so we can head over whenever you want. Things are under
4: control here. Oh, you can make Angela temporary CEO.
1: And there's something else I wanted to ask you, too, actually. Please feel free to say no, because I don't want you to feel any pressure, okay? Sure,
4: Mary, oh What Oh, sweetie, it's okay. We're here. We're your best pals. Oh, baby, don't... Mary, we... Mary, what is it?
1: Sorry, Scotty. It's your big day, I don't...
4: Mary, what?
3: Whatever you want. Whatever it is, sweetheart. I
1: don't want to interfere with your big day with all my dumb stuff, oh, Scotty. Oh.
3: Come on, stop it. You know that I'll do anything for you. Is it your sister? Is it Julia? Yes. Oh, well, what is it, honey?
1: Oh. Scotty, you're so sweet, and you, John, you always do so much for me, and all I ever bring you is these stupid problems. Oh, please,
4: that's not true. Mary, we <sighs> love you. Any problem you have is automatically divided into thirds because Absolutely. you have us to help you, that's always. Right. That's you right. You
1: guys. Oh. Yes, it's about Julia.
4: is she?
3: Is she okay? Oh,
1: probably. I mean, who knows? Nobody's seen her since she tried to get in to see our mother in isolation disguised as me. She could be anywhere. My poor Papa hasn't slept hardly at all since then. he's, oh, he is really having a hard time. Your poor dad. Okay, so here's what I think I need to do. After I do this thing for Arthur Mendez, after we do this thing, after we go to the museum and find this... ...mysterious medieval tapestry and somehow take pictures of it without anybody noticing. Somehow. Then, well then I need to drive up to Warrendale and start asking some questions. Are you sure you want to do that, I have to, Scotty. But why? Because when Julia attacked that nurse and escaped, Scotty... Well, according to the nurse she attacked, Julia had a reason for attacking her.
3: What? A reason for stabbing her in the neck
1: with a pen? Okay, apparently Julia told this nurse a secret of some kind. And then Julia told the nurse that if she ever told anyone that secret, well, apparently Julia said she'd kill her. And then the nurse did tell someone, and and that's why Julia did what she did. Oh, what on earth sort of secret could it be? I don't know.
4: Wow. Oh, Mary, I am so sorry. Oh, John. Your sister sucks. Yeah,
1: she really does. But I don't know, maybe... Maybe there really is some explanation for what she did. Maybe... Maybe she had some justification. <gasps> Mary. Okay, I know, John, but it's just it's just not like her to do that sort of thing. And so that's why I want to go up there to Warrendale to see if I can find out who this nurse was talking to and and we'll see if I can find out what the secret was that Julia was so insistent on keeping.
3: We'll come, Mary. Of course we will. Both of us. Absolutely.
1: Oh, oh thank you and I promise there won't be any trouble.
4: Well, what's the fun in that, you silly goose? <laughs> we'll
3: be there, Mary. You just say the word. But first, maybe we should be heading over to the museum to see about that tapestry.
1: Oh. Hey, Scotty, park in the back. Uh, back by the Scarab Club. I don't think we should go in the main entrance.
4: Good idea. Mary, if you get arrested, we will totally come bail uh, you she's out. She's not going to I get arrested, thought... oh, hey, John. hey, hey, there's a spot. Okay, well, I sorta of hope you have a
3: plan, Mary.
1: Well, I have a sort of plan, anyway. Um, Mr. Barker is, uh, well, okay, you know he's the textiles curator.
3: Yeah, sounds thrilling. Mm-hmm.
1: No, oh, listen, he is really sweet. And it is thrilling, in fact, because he really is a treasure hunter. That's how he finds all these things for the museum. He, well, he hunts them down in attics and trunks and basements and, well, everywhere. And he's an older man, but, oh, very distinguished, you know. He dresses like a professor in a movie.
4: Uh, He's like an older black Indiana Jones. Hmm. Okay, Scotty, now I want to meet him. Uh, Seriously?
1: Okay, but it's not like that many people are interested in what he does, even though it's really cool and interesting. So if you guys go in and... Okay, you know, Scotty, you can even say who you are and tell him about Mandrake. He would be really interested in your kind of project. Architectural salvage and all that. Okay. And just say you want to look at his quilts. He would be thrilled.
3: Just, like walk in there and say, show me your quilts? Okay,
1: seriously? He would be thrilled. And then once we get him out of his office, I can get in to check out this medieval tapestry without him ever seeing me. Well, how? Because I think I know where it is. In fact, I am almost positive I know exactly where it is.
0: You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time tomorrow when you'll hear Mary say...
1: Oh, look at it. Look at it. It's... It is so beautiful.
0: That's tomorrow on Mary from Michigan Saves the World.